0: What's going on, guys? And welcome back to Band Sports Podcasts, your Kentucky sports podcasters—the best to do it. No, nah. the
1: best ever. Jk, <laughs> but it's actually B and D. Just, just saying. Yeah,
0: but that's our brand. It's like fan, you know. It's a, yeah. it has a better ring to it. Yeah, is what we're yeah. Saying. if
1: you can't get, if you can't find it because you type in B and D, just type in Band instead of B and D.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. Uh guys, welcome back to another episode. We're going to be uh We didn't put an uh episode out about the NFL draft because we wanted to find a way to where we can not necessarily go over the whole draft like per round and stuff, but rather go through the teams and the players they drafted and if they met their needs and stuff like that. So that's what we're going to be doing over the next few episodes. Going division by division and just going over the teams in that division and seeing what they did in the draft and so this week, this episode we're going through the NFC West and we're just gonna talk about what they did this off season and the moves they made to
1: get. And we're also we're also gonna talk about like at, as we do each division we also want to talk about what what our expectations are sort of for each team as far as record playoffs you know and um eventually we'll probably put our own uh power rankings out and stuff like that so yeah we got we got a few ideas that we're sort of trying to to do everything all at once uh i think next week we're planning on having a guest on we won't we won't spoil it for you guys you'll have to no. you'll have to come back and, tune in and, next week yeah. we're
0: gonna we're gonna like uh what do you call it cliff menu do cliffhanger? What? what do you call it when like oh, movies yeah, yeah. end on an episode or yeah, something?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be a little bit of a cliffhanger. We're not gonna say who it is or anything, but um, yeah. So we we got some plans. It's just uh, we're trying to find the right times to do everything. But so this will be the first one, and Lord willing, we will go through all eight divisions. And um, but yeah, we we decided. I'm a Bears fan. We could have started with the NFC North. You're a Titans fan. We could have started with the AFC South, but you know, let's just throw those in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think next week we will. I'm not even going to say the division because it, yeah, it might it might, give might it away. Give it away. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So it'll it'll be interesting. So what team are we starting on for for the NFC West?
0: Uh, I think we need to go with the Rams, just because. Cool. Uh, I mean, the Cardinals. I feel like made the biggest splash in the division. Yeah. As far as off season goes, like, you know, they got J. J. Watt and
1: A. J. Green.
0: A. J. Green, and all yeah, that stuff. They, and, they
1: did quite a bit.
0: Yep. Yeah, and so basically, I saw a meme the other day where it's like the Houston Cardinals because they got so many Texans, oh, former yeah. Texans <laughs> players on their team and stuff. So yeah, like they met some of their like got J. J. Watt and that's a huge move for them and stuff. But yeah. What are your thoughts on what they did in the draft and such?
1: Are we doing the Cardinals or Rams?
0: Oh
1: wait, we're we're doing the Rams. Rams. Yeah, yeah, you're good. My you're bad. Good. You're good. So basically, the biggest thing the biggest thing I liked about what the Rams did this off season they didn't they only had a few draft picks. They had like three or four draft picks. They had next to no draft picks, and the first one wasn't till the third round. And their biggest move was trading for Matt Stafford. I think. If he if he uh, picks up this offense, it's gonna be like a nightmare. Like I, I'm le- legit afraid of the Rams if if Matt Stafford picks up this offense because uh, I I feel like he's a ways ahead of um, Jared Goff. I feel like he's just
0: got a better arm, more mobility. Yeah, I mean it's just, it's just all, all around. around a better
1: player. Yeah. I, and I feel like this is this is someone that. I mean, think about how good um, the Rams offense has been with Jared Goff since McVay got there. Like, and now add Stafford. Now, now take a guy that's better, that's more experienced. You know, he's he's seen a lot of defenses. It's going to be, like, it's going to be exciting. Like, mm-hmm. it's because you still got Aaron Donald. You still got a front seven that can really get after the quarterback. You got some guys in the backfield that can really make plays. Jalen Ramsey. um so you're you're looking at a team that could be really really good in their division and I don't even have a whole lot to talk about as far as their the rest of their off season because I I don't think that's that's borderline ir, ir, irrelevant because of what Stafford is going to bring to this team. That mm-hmm. that's sort of how I feel about this. But yeah, it's just um to me they didn't they didn't lose they didn't lose anybody huge as far as on the defensive side or offensive side. I know they lost Jared Everett, they're they're tied in, but other than that, they they really haven't lost anybody. That's going to be like, man, that's a that's a big blow to him I don't feel like <clears throat> Cam Akers is going to get even better than he was last year, and I just feel like this is it's setting up to be sort of another Super Bowl run while they still got some of these star defensive players. And uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah,
0: like <clears throat> I've always liked my my Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. And stuff, and I just feel with that offense because I feel like he's ha- has more to work with in that offense and such. with an offensive minded of coach. Because well, Matthew well, Stafford had to deal with a th- lot. In think about Detroit when, when Matthew
1: Stafford got drafted; it was right after the 0 and sixteen season. Mm-hmm. Like they were that bad of a team; they were oh 0- like think about that. You were that bad; you couldn't win any games. And I think what what was it? Were they one in fifteen the his rookie year? Maybe. Like, and he he broke a, yeah, because one his first win, no, I, I could be wrong, maybe it wasn't his first win, but as a rookie, he broke his collar, but, or no, his, his shoulder popped out, and he came back in and threw a game-winning touchdown. That was in his rookie season, or second season, they were really bad, and it was one of the only wins they had all year.
0: That wasn't the game where he, like, drove him down the field against the Cowboys and like, did like a, like, over-the-line Kiwi sneak thing. No, no,
1: no. No, he, he, uh, I think it was against the Browns and he basically got hit and it ended up being a penalty, which gave him a free play. And, um, but it, it popped his shoulder out or it messed his shoulder up real bad. And he actually came out and wouldn't have been able to go in for the last play. There was no time left on the clock and the Browns called a timeout. Typical Browns mm-hmm. thing to do. And it that means that meant he could go back in the game and he ended up throwing the game when he touched down. Yep. And as soon as he did, he's like, yep, it's out. (laughs) I mean, he had his shoulder drop. But, yeah, like from day one, you saw the guts and the toughness that he had. He just was surrounded by a a garbage team. And then not long after that, he went through several different head coaches. Then you look at Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia did nothing for him on the offensive side. You know, that was was a bad deal all Mm -hmm. the way around.
0: Yep. So who does he have to work with? Uh, Matthew Stafford after and we don't I mean I'm not trying to stick with the Rams like a lot or whatever but... as
1: far as receivers or
0: yeah I'm just saying who are his weapons like So,
1: so he's obviously Cooper Cup, Robert Woods Robert Woods and they would have had Jared, Jared Everett he's like Jared Everett he was like their third you know their third target guy mm-hmm. but they've had guys that are stepping in. I'm not even sure who's after Robert Woods
0: it but, was Josh Reynolds yeah he should still he got be got traded there. to my boy oh, really Titans got him yeah. really Okay. He's their number. But they did get that 165-pound receiver in the draft.
1: Yeah. So, it, like, I'm not too worried about that. I feel like McVeigh is going to have everything set up for him. And Cooper Cup, man, that dude is just going to ball out.
0: Another thing, too, though, think of all the years. I mean, besides Megatron, can you really name anybody that he had? uh, Kenny Galladay. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like.
1: Oh, you're saying earlier? in his career. career. Earlier in his career.
0: Besides Megatron, Who was it was yeah? I can't think of any. Off the
1: top of my head, I can't I can't think of any other receiver that he would have. There's probably a, some good Nate, ones in there. Nick um, Burleson was there.
0: Went Golden Tate, yeah, but that was not that long ago. Um, Wait, was it? Golden, Golden Tate, Tate was yeah, line.
1: Golden Tate would have been there. Um. Yeah, there was a few of them, but there wasn't like any star players, and that—that's what I'm saying. And he never, he never had a star running back. He never,
0: not never had the greatest. The,
1: of- the one year that they had a a good team built around him was uh, the Des Bryant catch. You know, they were in the mm-hmm. playoffs. They lost to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys went went on to play the uh, the Packers, and that was that whole Des Bryant catch or not catch, and that. I'm thinking that's the only year they made it to the playoffs. Like with it with an actual team that you could say this was a really good team.
0: Yeah. But, um I don't know.
1: I I think I think that it's a it this is the type of team that's definitely going to be in playoffs. I think they're they're going to be in good shape to win their division. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm super pumped to see him.
0: That division is like I'd say is, it's probably the hardest. Is division. there a way
1: we can get all four of them in in the playoffs? That that's honestly like that's why I wanted to start with this because I wanted it to be. Um, I wanted to talk about a lot of good teams. You know, obviously most divisions are gonna have like two teams that are like, man, you don't even hardly really want to talk about them. You're trash, mm-hmm. unless you know they got a top draft pick. And you're you're excited to see them, but other than that, it's like yeah.
0: This division is stacked, though.
1: It is, all the way around. Like They either got a really good defense or a really good mm-hmm. offense, and they're all coached by really good coaches.
0: Yeah, I agree. Anyhow, moving on to the Cardinals.
1: All right. I mean, unless
0: you don't want to do Cardinals. Nope, the yeah, Cardinals no. is fine. Obviously made some huge splashes with bringing in A.J. Green and J.J. Watt and stuff, adding them to that Booter Baker, Chandler Jones and
1: uh hop and that there's two things that that I'm worried about with with what, every, everything that they did this off season I'm super pumped about but there's two things that I'm a little worried about so you lose Patrick Peterson and replace him with Malcolm Butler that worries me I know Patrick Peterson's you know older and he's slowing down and all that stuff but he's still a freakishly good athlete mm-hmm. athletic guy and I'm not watching watching Malcolm Butler on the on the Titans not that impressed. He had a couple moments, you know, here and there, but consistently he wasn't he wasn't considered to me he didn't no, I he wasn't mean, look how bad
0: form. Titans secondary was last year. Yeah. I mean, I get there's injuries and stuff, but But that's He was on that secondary and he yeah. was in and he didn't like
1: And it, and it should help, you know, having a really consistent pass rush with Chandler Jones and and JJ Watt, but yeah, that that was one of them, and the other one is losing Carry On Johnson. That that worries me a little bit, and, I, and as far as I know, they haven't they haven't replaced him with anybody. Like I'm trying to think of who else they have as their running backs. I'm not even sure who their running back committee is right off the top of my head. I had it written down here, and I'm not seeing it now. But those were the two things that stood out to me, like. With a young quarterback like Kyler Murray, I'm super excited to see you know AJ Green, uh, Hopkins, uh, AJ Green, AJ Green, Hopkins, uh, Fitzgerald,
0: Andy Isabella.
1: Yeah, I mean they got you know they're gonna be a a really good offensive team I think as well, but I I'm thinking like. So if you're getting, you know, if you if you get out to a lead and fourth quarter shows up, you're going to want to run the ball more. You're going to want to have a consistent run game. Yeah.
0: So, I was looking as I was preparing for this podcast and stuff and going over some stuff. I looked up some stats and they had they didn't have a thousand yard rusher last year. Uh, I think what was it? Kenny Drake had like nine hundred, a little over nine hundred yards, and Kyler Murray had eight hundred. So, and that's pretty. That's pretty bad when, like, I get Murray as a runner and stuff. And that offense does seem like it's built to pass, kind of. But, I don't know. That's one thing that I'm a little worried about. I feel like they should get their run game going a little bit more.
1: I I agree. Like, that's especially, you know, a young quarterback. Mm Mm-hmm you don't want to, you don't want to, obviously Kyler Murray is a good athlete and he's going to he's going to make plays with those legs and stuff but you want to get to the point where when it's winning time look at look at what the Titans do so often they get a lead they don't have to get you know they don't have to be ahead 30 to 17 or whatever you know they can be ahead by one touchdown okay let's start running the ball down their throat and they'll run it 30 times with Derrick Henry and they can because he's such a big guy and he's consistently going to give you some yards the O line is going to consistently, consistent, consistently give him a little bit of a crease to where he's going to fall forward, and three straight attempts, most likely he's going to get a first down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Versus the Cardinals, I'm not sure they did they do enough improving on their offensive line, their run game. That's my biggest concern.
0: Which that's another question. I didn't really get that far into it, but. Uh... I didn't look how many like what their offensive line looked like really, but I don't think it was it was. Well, their know offensive was line, like,
1: as far as looking at stats, their offensive line is going to look better than what it actually is. Yeah, and and, and that's because Kyler Murray is going to run around, and is going to make plays with his legs. But I just um, yeah they they added a they added a couple O line. They added Brian Winters, Calvin uh, Beacham. Um, actually, they added quite a bit of O line. So. The, the whole plan was to revamp that O-line a little bit, but it, it's more of a, um, you know, you can't really count on that the first week. That chemistry's got to happen, and and hopefully it does. I I feel like... When I don't
0: know. When you're playing a defense like that was as bad as the Titans defense last year, and they're playing the Titans week one. So, that, if Titans defense don't get it together.
1: That's true. That is that is definitely true. you got to... They added Matt Prater, and that's, mm-hmm. to me, that's like a, I love, love that signing. I mm-hmm. feel like just having a, a consistent kicker that's just, and especially it gives you, to me, if I got a kicker that I know can hit a 55 plus yard field goal very easily in, in Matt Prater, that gives you so much confidence. And as a coach, I feel like that's going to open up a lot more, you know.
0: I mean, Matt Prater is like, I remember back in the day, playing Madden I mean I still play Madden but like just back when I was younger Matt Prater always one of the best kickers in Madden so yeah I always got him I'm very consistent
1: and it's just yeah it, I think that that'll that'll open things up for him as well and um but yeah I'm 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 a little bit uh they lost Hassan Reddick, uh Kenyon Drake obviously Patrick Peterson and that's the main you know Patrick Peterson's a big one that I'm a little worried about but We'll we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> but I, I still I, think I, I think they can be a playoff team too, though.
1: I still think they're they're right there in the top of the division. I honestly, like, I was looking at mm-hmm. these teams and I was like,
0: they could all be at the top of the division. Honestly,
1: it's probably the hardest division to pick who's going to come out on top.
0: Because, like,
1: so so let's keep going before I get okay, too yeah. much into who's going to win the division. We
0: can talk about this afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah, All let's right. keep let's keep it going. Should we go Seahawks next? Yeah, let's go Seahawks. Um, one of the biggest things that uh, stood out to me looking at looking at everything the Seahawks did was you look at who they added, and I'm not going to go name everybody, but they added Gerald Everett, tight end. They laughed at a cornerback defensive end defensive tackle defensive end, cornerback and defensive tackle to me that is showing you know how last year we talked about on and on and on and on their defense was so bad- mm-hmm. and I'm not even saying like these guys that they hi like Alden Smith is probably your most uh you're you're wanting that to be a really good signing he's getting he's getting older and stuff so he don't have a lot left in him but you're wanting that to be sort of okay. Now we got a little bit of more of a consistent pass rush, but point is, my team has that bad of a uh, defense like they did last year, and most of it was pass rush. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at you added one, two, three, four guys that are instantly gonna uh, be competing for a job, and that in itself is gonna make you a better team. The more the more depth you put in there, the more people you make fight for jobs. The better off you're gonna be and I'm 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 a little bit excited about that. And then two cornerbacks on top of that. And uh then they got uh Gabe Jackson from from uh from the Rams mm-hmm. or from not from the Rams from the Chargers. No that's Raiders. Who's Vegas Las Vegas? Raiders. Yeah. Boy I had a I had a brain fart there for a bit. And that's that's the other thing. I was I was looking at that and, and Russell Wilson without like his o-line played like trash this last year and it's i really i really thought they needed to do something and, and uh they went ahead and traded for Gabe Jackson but they lost uh
0: they bitch <clears throat> you like to see it though like i like coaches like that or teams that do that like when they see an issue the season before when it comes offense they work on that issue, and the whole mm-hmm. issue last last season was
1: most of their pass rush.
0: Their pass rush, yeah. just like the Titans' pass rush, sucked. Titans was probably a little bit worse, honestly,
1: because I don't know, man. I don't
0: know. After like the mid season mark, it seems like the Seahawks' pass rush picked up a little bit, but it was still pretty bad.
1: But that, like that was one of the things, though. Like, you cannot expect. <clears throat> I don't care. I don't care what quarterback, unless it's you know, some terrible guy like Mitchell Trubisky or someone like that. I don't know what what you're going to do. If you're giving this guy three to four seconds to five seconds every time he drops back, you guys, no matter how good they are, cannot cover uh, as long as the Seahawks and the Titans were asking their guys to cover. Like, that's just, you have to get, even if it's just one player, get him, get a star uh, pass rusher, To where he can draw either double-team to give someone else one-on-ones. Or get you just a a group of a bunch of solid guys that can get after it.
0: So, I'm just... Right. I'm looking at their additions for this year. And you went over a lot of them. But I didn't realize they got this many... uh, Like, they got Demarius am Anyhow... (laughs) <laughs> anyhow. Sorry for the interruption, but anyhow, they got Demarius Randall who, mm-hmm. when he was on the Browns, he was decent, right? Yeah. Out uh, on Smith, who you mentioned. Al Woods was really good. They re-signed Carlos Dunlap. Carlos Dunlap and Out Smith, if they can give up like even half of what they used to produce
1: then... that That's just it. You got guys that are they're maybe getting a little older, but they mm-hmm. don't have to
0: they don't have to uh they don't have to play dominant. at that level no. that they used
1: to in their prime. No, you, you don't have to be dominant anymore. Like that's not the the Seahawks don't even need that anymore. All they need is someone that's gonna like give a little bit more consistency to that pass rush. Maybe open some things up for your tackles or for mm-hmm. your linebackers if you know, if they're blitzing whatever it is. But they had none of that last year. One on one blocks, you you these guys would not get past their one on one matchups. Like,
0: like, didn't Jamal Adams have, like, the most sacks yeah. on their team? Yeah. And that's pretty bad if a safety has the most sacks on your team.
1: Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it was a, yeah, it was a disaster. And that was the biggest thing that I thought they needed to do. And, you know, Russell Wilson earlier this, this, uh, off season back in, was it March, that he wanted out, or a little bit after free agency, he was like, you know, he wanted out. And yeah. can you blame him? Like, we talked about it last year, um... This dude was one of the front runners earlier in the season to for MVP, MVP yeah. and it was just he had to put up 30 to 40 points in order for them to win games. Early in the season, that's how it was. Mm-hmm. And you can't expect that to last come playoff time.
0: Yeah. But I still think even like with all the additions they made and stuff, plus like uh having Russell Wilson on their team they're up there too. R- Russell Bill
1: Russell Wilson is going to give them a chance in the playoffs. He's going to mm-hmm. get them to the playoffs. My question is, if you're pass rushing, I know they made those moves, but let's see if they work out. Now, I mm-hmm. I hope they do. But the defensive line and the o- offensive line, those are your two things that that killed them last year. And I'm I'm I just don't feel. Uh, I feel like the defensive line they did they did a good job in getting that improved. Even if it's just a little bit. But the offensive line, I'm a little bit worried about that. Yeah,
0: they got that one center I can't think of his name. Gabe but Jackson. Yeah.
1: That that's the main thing I'm I'm still worried about. I just
0: And you hate it for Russell Wilson yeah. too. Because
1: Well look at look at Joe Joe Burrow, you know, he potentially was having a really good year in contention for rookie of the year or whatever. And uh you know, one one mistake by your offensive line, one sack, one whatever it is, can end his career. And and, and that's gonna happen eventually. It happened to I'm, Tom Brady, yeah. it happened to Rodgers. it's happened to all the great quarterbacks. Yeah. And at some point you're gonna get hit and you're gonna get hurt. And one of these times it's gonna happen to Russell and Wilson. And
0: Seahawks do not want that to happen no. because once Russell Wilson goes down that it's it. He's like the heart of their team. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it. Final
0: team.
1: All right. This is this is sort of the one I was wanting to talk about. So, I'm just going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to be a little hard on the 49ers. Okay. And, and here's why. So, going into the draft, you know, before they traded up for the number three mm-hmm. pick and everything. Like, obviously, the question was, can Jimmy Garoppolo stay healthy? Like that was that's the main thing. Jimmy Garoppolo can do everything he's supposed to do. He can do everything you ask him to do, but can he stay healthy? So you you knew a quarterback had to be in the plans. Like Mm -hmm. as far as somewhere somewhere in the first round, you knew they had to get a quarterback, or they wanted to. Like that Mm -hmm. was, but then to trade up three first round picks, which was that's that's including the the one that they traded back. You know, Mm -hmm. as far as traded to the who they trade with. Uh, it's right at the tip of my tongue. Oh, I can't even remember now who they traded with. I shoot, dude. Who was it? I can't remember. But anyway, point is, it'll it'll come back to me as soon as we're we're done with this podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Point is, when they traded back, or when when you give up that much, they didn't even know which quarterback they wanted for sure. Like I know, it right? Was like supposedly Mac Jones. Mac Jones, but. but... But they couldn't from from what I heard, they couldn't uh, agree on that. And it ended up being Trey Lance is who they decided to go with. And and here's here's my issue. I like Trey Lance. He was one of the quarterbacks that I was like, you know what, I, I would I would take as a Bears fan, I would really take Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins got that pick from the Texans. That's why it was number three pick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So no, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. So, my my problem with that is, and I said this back before the draft. Why take a guy that has the potential and the ceiling when the when another guy has that already? Like in Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields was my 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 second quarterback in this draft behind trevor lawrence everybody knew trevor lawrence is gonna go number one all that stuff see but but i don't understand how this guy right after the college championship game he was said everybody said it's trevor lawrence and then him
0: i don't get how he went from all the way up here to way down there that quick it seems like once the pro day happened and zach wilson threw that ball
1: well, but it wasn't just it wasn't just Zach Wilson; it was Trey Lance too.
0: I know, and, but like it seems like once the pro day started happening and stuff, like once all those pro days started going, that's when Justin Fields and, and wasn't here's, the talk and here, anymore. Here's
1: the part that bothers me: everybody's like, um, and obviously they know, like, well, Trey Lance got him with his interview, his personality, and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. That that's all great. You need that in a quarterback. But and he's got a strong arm. He can run. We all get that. But can he can he actually do this in the NFL? He played one game last year in college, one game did not did not play a full season. And my, my question is, look at everything the 49ers gave up and they were gonna take Matt Jones but because they could not decide collectively as as a front office. they couldn't all decide Mac Jones is the best guy to go with they went with trade lines to me that's a recipe for disaster because if this doesn't work out you didn't trade away your next you know your future
0: yeah basically yeah that's how so it,
1: it better pan out like it's to me it's it's sort of a i love the 49ers and i like john lynch and everything i just i just feel like that's that's a little bit of a risky move you have you have the type of defense and here here's here's the other thing that bothers me they had, you know, they had since uh Kyle Shanahan's been there, they have a really good run game because mm-hmm. they have a good running back committee. So I'm not too worried about that. But why not go out and get a star receiver?
0: I mean Same reason Titans haven't really. They think that Debo Samuel is their star receiver.
1: And he's a he's a good receiver. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not denying that. But I'm saying like like a trade for Julio Jones like the, I mean he's literally they're taking calls for him right now.
0: Julio Jones yeah.
1: like put Julio Jones with George Kittle it's over that's,
0: that's a that's an offense over
1: with that run game, it's over. with that defense, it's over.
0: Think of the Falcons though. I mean I know this isn't the Falcons
1: yeah podcast no, go, go, go ahead. If Julio
0: Jones ends up staying, oh. think of that offense, right?
1: It's unguardable, it, it Ridley Jones
0: is. Pitts. If
1: if you give if you give <clears throat> Matt Ryan any sort of time, it's it's unguardable.
0: Yeah, like they can't double team Be, everybody because
1: because you're not not only are Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones really good after the catch, mm-hmm. but your tight end, your star new tight end that you picked in fourth overall in Kyle Pitts, can run a four four. Yeah,
0: base he's a receiver. Yeah, playing tight end, like, he's huge.
1: Yeah, so so you're like. Who's going to guard who? Like, man, as, a, as a linebacker, no linebacker a way, is keeping up with that 4-4. Yeah.
0: In a way, though, too, like you trade Julio to 49ers, it's the exact same way. Yep. Because they got George Kittle, Debo yeah. Samuel, who's and, really good on the other side. And, and
1: then you got that run game. And then
0: you got that insane run game, and plus yeah. Julio Jones and, on the other I side. And I still
1: think, I still think, if I'm, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I still want a star running back. I don't want a running back committee. I want a star running back. That's what I want.
0: I want a yeah. guy that
1: I'm going to feed the ball to twenty and are
0: R- third game. guy right
1: now, ish. He don't get twenty carries a game.
0: Well, no, but a lot of running backs don't.
1: I want a running back that gets twenty carries a game. That I'm I'm sort of old school. I want I want to you know sort of ease the carries out throughout the game. But when it comes time late in the game, especially if I have a lead. That ball is going to that same running back over and over and over and over. That's why yeah. That's why Derrick Henry hit 2,000 yards last year.
0: Because he gets like 30 carries a game.
1: But they sort of ease it out through the game. And then mm-hmm. come second half and into the fourth quarter, that guy is getting the ball way more in the second half than he does in the first half. Dude, unless you're getting blown up.
0: I never realized how, again, not a Titans podcast or anything, but... I never realized how much it actually does wear down a defense. Yeah. Until, you know... A lot of people say it and stuff. I don't know exactly where I was it, going it, with it. it but takes, like
1: It takes a lot of effort to to take down a guy like Derrick Henry. Just
0: ask Josh Norman.
1: Yeah. Ask him. After he gets up from that grave, he's still trying to get out of it. <laughs> but, no, it's just... Uh, I, I really like the 49ers as a team. I just... It's and, sort of a question mark.
0: And another thing, though, too, back to the whole Falcons thing, though. Only difference between Julio Jones and the Forty Nine ers offense compared to the Falcons offense is I would take Matt Ryan over Trey Lance any day, especially right now,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I don't know enough about Trey Lance.
1: Yeah, that's that's a little bit, you know. There's that risk factor, and there is with any any first round pick, first round quarter. There's with Trevor Lawrence. There's no guarantees, you know that he's going to pan out and be what they expect him to be. But I feel like um, the year they went to the Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo did nothing wrong. If you'd have had a star running back and you'd have just set your mind to run the ball against the Chiefs in that game, you'd have walked away being a Super Bowl champion. Sorry, that, that's honestly yeah. how I feel. It's
0: weird, though, because, I don't know, I just feel like whenever I think of Kyle Shanahan, I think of Pass. Because yeah. he seems like Here, that kind
1: of coach. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And and it's so dumb, but I about laughed. I was watching Colin Coward the other day, and he made the remark that game would have been over if late in the game Jimmy Garoppolo would have thrown a better deep ball, and he overthrew him.
0: Manuel Sanders?
1: They had the lead. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking. Wait, you're talking run... about in that Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? I'm thinking if you run the ball. You run the clock out. You don't even have to throw it. Like It's not It's not that I think that's a terrible play call. Yeah, if he'd have made that throw, game over. But you already had the lead. There was no need to call that play. There was no need to go there. If you have a star running back and your O-line's playing good, the way it did throughout that whole postseason, that, that, that running back committee was lighting people up. Mm-hmm. Look at what they did to the Packers that year. Remember what uh, Raheem Mozart did? Just flat out dominated that Packers defensive.
0: Yeah. That whole... Tevin Coleman, Mostert, that whole thing was like... like
1: there's not a guy we're missing. I can't even think of his name. It's not even there anymore. McKissick? Yeah. Was it him? And it's and just... It
0: was him and... Look, their receivers had a lot of running yards too from end-arounds and stuff.
1: Yeah. And yet you're throwing it deep, and then oh, Jimmy Garoppolo gets the gets the brunt of it for not making that pass. I'm like that that's that's BS to me because this dude, you know, you should be calling run plays. You got the lead in the like, Super Bowl. It's
0: not like I mean I don't know. He might be calling the plays out there. Probably not.
1: Who? Kyle Shanahan?
0: No.
1: Oh, Garoppolo? Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, it's what. That's I that's that's Kyle Shanahan calling those plays, and I'm not saying don't throw the ball at all. But do some nice easy completions that you're gonna get some yards, get some clock burned off. But no. He wanted to ice the game, the throw wasn't made. Yes, that that is on Jimmy Garoppolo. The throw wasn't made. Mm-hmm. But to blame him for that loss is BS. Yeah. It's on Kyle Shannon twice now.
0: Think about their record when Garoppolo hasn't been hurt. Yeah. It's not been bad at all. You know, or it's, when,
1: it's just as good as anybody else in the league. Yeah. If Garoppolo... Which, and I get last year, they were... Oh, they had so many injuries. But I just... I don't like the, the trade up to number three. Trading Unle- away your future. Unless Trey Lance ends up being an absolute Patrick Mahomes stud. style. Yeah. I don't like it. Because you, you gave up a lot. And to me, you got a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo... And I just, I don't think he's the problem. I think the problem is he can't always stay healthy. That is a problem. I Mm -hmm. I understand that. But to trade up and give up that much to go number three. And and you look at the Bears got Justin Fields at 11 and Mac Jones at, and the the Patriots got Mac Jones at 15. Like those are two guys that you could have drafted if he have stayed put and you could have got them later on in the first round instead you gave up that much for Trey Lance. I just I look at that and I'm like somebody's there's a there's a chance someone's going to get fired over that. I I, heard, I honestly believe that.
0: I was uh just looking on NFL mobile the other day or Instagram or something and there is people saying that this could be a make it or whatever year for Shanahan because yeah. this is a Super Bowl roster. It is. Because, like,
1: feet two years ago? I'll give him a break for last year. Last year... It was injuries, it yeah. Was, it was so bad. And we talked about him possibly being coach of the year because mm-hmm. they competed in almost every game, even with all their injuries. So I'll give him a little bit of break last year. But, I I do think there's... If, if you don't make some improvements, if everybody's healthy and you're not actually being legitly competitive you gotta ask yourself is this is this the right front office for what we're doing here what we're trying to do here
0: mm-hmm.
1: is this the right head coach <clears throat> is right you know you know what i'm saying it's it's just one of them things but uh oh we'll we'll, we'll find out probably not this year what happens with trey lance and so
0: let me ask you this if Garoppolo... Garoppolo, i think's gonna start right
1: they're yeah they're yeah. definitely gonna start so
0: here. Garoppolo goes 0 and five
1: start the year oh
0: trey lance coming in yeah
1: they go 0-4, if they start a season 0-4, your season in that division, if you start 0-4, you're done. You're not, hey, what making, about, you're not making the playoff. What about 1-2? No, I think 1-2, and two, I think it'll depend on what the rest of your division is doing. If the rest of your division is struggling, I think you stick with Garoppolo. As long as you got a chance <clears throat> to beat your division, to make the playoffs, I think they'll stick with Garoppolo. I think when you'll see Trey Lance, because he's... He's the one that most people really don't know enough about. Everybody knows uh, there's there's a lot of tape on Zach Wilson. There's a lot of tape on Trevor Lawrence, Justin, Justin Fields, Fields Mac yeah. Jones. He's the one that people there's just not that much. There's not as much there because he because he didn't play last year. I
0: have to that So
1: um, so I think there's there's definitely a little bit more of, a little bit more patience in trying to throw him in there. So I think as long as Garoppolo stays healthy and keeps him competitive, they have no reason to go with Trey Lance. But you look at you look at the Packers right now, and by everything that you see going on, uh, signing Blake Bortles and stuff, and I know we're gonna we're gonna get to, get into this later on, mm-hmm. but they're saying they're basically telling you we still think that that. Uh, Jordan Love is not anywhere close to where he wants. If you're signing Blake Bortles as a backup, that means Jordan Love's not anywhere close to where he's supposed to be. So so my question is, if that mm. happens let's say let's say next year you move on or let's say you don't even move on for Garoppolo from Garoppolo, but let let's say next year Garoppolo's there and you're trying to figure out what you're gonna do at quarterback if Garoppolo gets hurt. And you go and sign a guy like Blake Bortles or Mitchell Trubisky or anybody like that. Do you honestly think they made the right move in trading up and giving up that much for Trey Lance?
0: No, especially if Mac Jones and
1: that's what I'm saying. And Justin
0: Fields and them are lightening up in their teams.
1: Exactly. That that's not just them, but like Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Like, if you're going to trade up that far. Like, make sure you... Like, my biggest issue is they didn't even know for sure who they wanted. Somebody wanted Mac Jones, but they couldn't all agree on it. So they ended up going with Trey Lance because he's got more potential. He's got more upside. His ceiling is way higher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What if he never reaches that ceiling? <laughs> like, you know what What I'm if
0: he stops halfway?
1: Supposedly, that was the whole thing with Trubisky's. Oh, he's got such a high ceiling. His accuracy is on point. No, it, it wasn't. And he, he must does, did out halfway not have a high ceiling. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm super interested to see what happens
0: this season. I'm really excited
1: be. to see the preseason. I think that's when you'll see a lot of th- this guy can play and this guy can't. But yeah. uh yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. So that does it. For this episode. Oh, um, not for this episode. For those four teams. But
0: wait, yes that last time? Who
1: got one of those divisions. That division
0: Oh, we're going to do this now? Yeah. Well, thanks for telling me beforehand because now i got to think about it a little bit. I don't well, know. Well, I'll go ahead. Okay, you go first. I'll go ahead.
1: To me, I feel like the Rams are the favorite to win the division. I can see that. I'm going to put the Cardinals in second, and I honestly think there's going to be three playoff teams out of this division.
0: And the Seahawks are third.
1: Seahawks and 49ers. I, I'm not going to pick one of them. I think they're going to have to fight it out. It's going to be between them two to fight it out to see who's going to get that third spot. But I do see, think I do the think thing. the Rams are your are yeah. your favorites.
0: They had the number one defense last year, and adding Matt Stafford just upgraded that offense yeah. big time.
1: I just I feel like you're not gonna you're not gonna get a lot better than that. And Sean McVay is such a good coach, mm-hmm. and I just they open up against the Bears. They're going to start off the season great.
0: One and zero. Yeah
1: spanking them and all that stuff so yeah i don't know we'll see um but and then then the cardinals i feel like the cardinals made all the right moves that they're supposed to make they really did it's just they're not quite there yet i feel like there's there's it's gonna take a, just another year you know what i'm saying like one, yeah one more year with Kyler murray some other guys and then all of a sudden and i could be wrong but yeah it's just i feel like they just need one more year
0: I don't know. I could see the Cardinals winning the division. Really, I could see any one of these teams, except for maybe... I don't think the 49ers are quite there yet,
1: as far as their... The the, re- the reason I would almost lean towards the 49ers over the Seahawks is strictly because I feel better about their offensive line and defensive line. Like, that's the, that's the main reason.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I agree with most of what you said. I think the Rams are the favorites. I mean, I could see the Cardinals somehow pulling it off or whatever. But, I don't know. I'd stick with the Rams. Their defense is insane. Got the best player, defensive player in the NFL.
1: Well, arguably, yeah, they got the best defensive player in the NFL. And then, arguably, one of the best, like, the best corner, Mm -hmm. you know, in Jalen Ramsey. And then, yeah, you add Matt Stafford with what was already a good uh, offense, I mean... If if things go how how I'm thinking they're gonna go, we're looking at a, a record breaking offense. That that like that's honestly what I'm thinking. Like it's almost like
0: when it's like back to the year when the Chiefs and Rams played yeah. that Thursday night game, and it was
1: like what was, 56 to 52 or something. Something that. like it that. It was so insane. I honestly I don't even know who won that game, and I don't care because it was like it was crazy. year Rams went to the Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: Rams won that game.
1: And it's just uh
0: there is a lot of big plays in that oh, game. There man. is such a fun game to watch. It really was. I don't think I even watched it live. Oh maybe I did. I did. Anyhow, yeah. This season's gonna be fun to watch. I seven, say that every seven, year.
1: Seventeen games. Seven seven playoff teams. Oh can we just fast forward?
0: Oh, I wish you just fast so, forward.
1: So the nice thing is when we're done. When well, we're done with these, what what are we doing? One division a week. We'll, yeah, we'll probably add something. We might there, here, we might add
0: a few, uh, maybe some episodes like off, off, like, off topic of yeah. what this is. That way we don't ruin like these episodes. But some maybe have an Aaron Rodgers episode or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll get to all the Aaron Rodgers drama that that you're hearing on the news and stuff. But we're gonna wait till we talk about the NFC North. We're not gonna tell you when that's gonna be, but um, yeah. Uh, so if you're wanting to know, you know, uh, what we think of your team, I guess you're just gonna to have to wait till. Mm-hmm.
0: Just wait and see. Wait and see. We're not saying we're gonna do NFC all NFC first, or we're not saying hey, we're gonna mix it up. Yeah. You just gotta
1: wait and see. We sort of we sort of won it. <laughs> with uh with NFC West, we were like, well, well which division do we want to do first? And uh, first one that popped in my head because I feel like it's the best one was the mm-hmm. NFC NFC West. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and um
0: and I like before we like kind of end this episode off and stuff. Uh, I mean, first off, you were you look like you were gonna say something. Were you going no? Say I'm something?
1: good. No, nope, okay. you're
0: good. No, I cannot like say this enough we say it every episode but like like give us some ideas on what to talk about like if you guys have a topic don't be whatever about it and just comment it on our posts that we do because like sometimes the reason we don't post is sometimes like you know like those extra episodes that we would do we could make some strictly on the uh like the questions that you guys give us and stuff so
1: even if it ends up being, like, a 10, 15 minute episode. Like yeah, just like... answering questions. Like, that would be awesome. I would love to get enough questions from you guys to... To make a to, full episode yeah, about it, like, like,
0: 15 minutes,
1: maybe. Yeah. Just answering questions, and, yeah, that that's basically, you know... I'm smarter than most people when it comes to football. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, there. you probably do want to ask questions because I'm probably... Um, Smarter than anybody you're gonna hear on T V or radio or anything like that. So yeah.
0: Definitely outdoes con Coward, yeah. Ian Rapport, yeah. Adam Shafter, all those guys. Oh, yeah.
1: Yep. I knew about this whole Aaron Rodgers thing a long, like, long time ago.
0: Skip doesn't have anything on Derek.
1: Oh no, no. Like, dude, wasn't it last week that I predict not last week, last year I predicted a a, a week
0: a week of like
1: a near perfect week.
0: You had one, one one loss
1: or something yeah. like that? So, like. So, yeah, that's why I wish the next week was pretty bad, if I remember right. <laughs> so, yeah. We can
0: leave that part out there
1: for you. But I, I will say this. Um, I could not have done what Shelton did. Like, that's real impressive. He picked the, the Super Bowl dead on. Still giving props yeah. for that.
0: Shelton is, he's a pretty smart guy. Yep.
1: And I, and just so everybody knows, he is not our guest next week. Shelton is not the guest.
0: He's like probably been he's been the guest we, that's been on the most, but he's not our guest.
1: We want to have him on again, definitely, real soon. But he is not the one on. So if you want to find out, I'm serious. So I'm not sure exactly what day we'll have it, but we really should give people a heads up. Like, all right, that way, as soon as it's out, they can be like who was this guest that we're talking, you know? Yeah. So, so someone
0: who's never been on before yep. new guest.
1: Yep. Football it's gonna, fan. Yep. It's going to be fun. Um, we'll see how it goes, but yeah, we're, we're really, I'm looking forward to, to studying each one of these divisions and really going, uh, you know, instead of just talking about the teams, but actually thinking about, uh, their schedules, their, everything like that and, and about what they're going to do this season. Just
0: it's, a quick uh, thing before we end the episode, too, Derek. Like, how do you feel about the Bears scheduled release, release?
1: Um, I feel like we're looking at an 0-16 record, to be honest with you. I'm yeah.
0: being... I'm, no, I'm not we quite... We play the Jets, so... I'm
1: not I'm not quite 0-16, but I looked at their schedule and was like, oh... They don't really get a break anywhere. They they just really don't.
0: So, uh, the Titans open up with the Cardinals at home.
1: Uh
0: Then they play the Seahawks. And then they play... Who is it? Do they play the Colts next, I think? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Jaguars. Yeah, they play Jaguars next, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. Keep talking so I can look it up.
1: No, but I I looked at I looked at the Bears schedule and I was like, so where where would Justin Fields possibly be able to come in? And um, there's not really any good spot because obviously you know you want it after like a bye week or you know a long week or whatever, where you got plenty of time to prep them for it and all that stuff. And yet there's not really like they they have just a I felt like it was a brutal schedule. Mm-hmm. Like according to according to win percentage from last year. They have the third hardest schedule, but yeah, it it just so, it seemed really tough.
0: We play Cardinals, Seahawks, Colts, Jets, Jags, Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, Saints, Texans, Patriots, Jags, Steelers, Forty Nine ers. That's a tough stretch of games. There's
1: there's a few tough ones in there.
0: Like we playing the whole, we're playing the best division in the league.
1: Who were the first four teams that you named off to start the year?
0: Uh, Cardinals, Seahawks, Colts, Jets.
1: So the first three games—that's a brutal. That's
0: a brutal stretch. Like all three of those teams. Those those are
1: some really good teams. Those first three teams, dude. That's yeah. See, I'm I'm gonna get carried away if we don't shut it down. I'm gonna start talking about all. I'm just saying,
0: if this was last year. 0-3
1: on oh, 3. Yeah, it definitely. I I feel the same way.
0: I'm I'm like if the Titans defense made an improvement, maybe, but oh no, they got rid of so much.
1: Yeah, we're they 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 may be see, we're we're talking about the Titans. Okay, right?
0: yeah. Okay. We're okay gonna, it's we're it's time it it's time to end the episode. Thanks guys for listening. Those of you that are
1: Yeah. Uh, we know there's thousands of you out there listening, so yeah, oh, we yeah, really for appreciate sure. it. <laughs> we definitely
0: can't see the actual number of people that are listening to the podcast right now, but yeah, um, go check us out on social media, TikTok, and Instagram at B and D Sports,
1: and and if you want to know exactly what's going to happen throughout the season, ask me up. I'm going to be dead on with my predictions, My, my what I feel like. It's, it's going to be right on the money.
0: Yep. Derek, the f- football wizard. Yeah,
1: we're betting money on it right now. Yeah. Yep. He's
0: going to look into his football crystal
1: ball. Yes, sir.
0: But, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. See you.